Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what is going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for a, I guess you'd call it a special Mike Tomlin Tuesday press conference recap. Why? Because it didn't happen until 6 p.m., actually closer to 6.20 in the evening on Tuesday, and there's a whole lot of reasons why. Number one, the, the Houston, I'm sorry, not the Houston Texans are coming off the win against the Houston Texans in week three, and everyone thought that they were just going to prepare for what should be a huge AFC matchup. 3-0 Steelers, 3-0 Tennessee Titans, and then all of a sudden, Tuesday morning, news broke that the Titans had three players that tested positive for COVID-19 and five personnel that tested positive. That's eight total people within the organization that tested positive for the coronavirus. And then all of a sudden, everything changed in the drop of a hat. Now, all of a sudden, it wasn't a 3-0 head-to-head AFC smash-mouth football matchup that's going to take place. It was a will there even be a game taking place and them pushing the press conference back as normally have normally happens at noon, got pushed back to 6 PM was probably because they were hoping that the NFL would give them some type of definitive answer as to whether they will be playing or not. They did not get that answer. Therefore the fans did not get that answer. And Mike Tomlin said in his press conference that right now they were told by the NFL to continue as scheduled, just go ahead and whatever you're planning on doing, Keep doing your normal week because as of right now, the game is on schedule. Now that can change. And there's been a lot of reports out there about things like maybe moving the game to Monday or maybe even Tuesday or just keeping the game on Sunday. There's a lot of fine tape here. There's a lot of protocols that still need to be followed. There's a lot of test results that need to be received before they can make anything definitive. So make sure you stay tuned to behind the steel curtain.com for all the latest on that. So Mike Tomlin did not have a lot to talk about. I mean, they asked questions in the press conference about what about a deadline coach? Is there a deadline where you say, look, we need to know by this date. And he said, no, he said, we're going to focus on what we can control. He said, and outside of that, he said, I, I, he doesn't have any thoughts about it. They were told to continue. They were told to move on, progress as usual. And that's what they're going to do. He's going to trust the medical staff. He, and they're going to prepare to play on Sunday. If they give them extra days, for instance, if they decide to move the game from Sunday to Monday, it just gives them an extra day of preparation. If they if they move it to a different week, which, by the way, a reporter asked about whether he had been a part of those discussions, he said he has not been a part of those discussions. They have not talked to him at all. So in that regard, Mike Tomlin has not been even approached about moving the game yet. Doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but he hasn't been a part of those discussions. So literally... No news on that front. So if you're tuning into this recap thinking Jeff's going to tell me something good about the game, I have nothing for you. I'm apologizing. However, he did update re, uh, injuries. The biggest injury, uh, Derek Watt, hamstring. He's he's essentially been ruled out for this game. But shockingly, they did not put him on injured reserve. So maybe that's a, a good thing, the fact that they're not going to have to put him on injured reserve. Even though injured reserve, they can come back after three weeks. But if they're not putting him on injured reserve, that means that they think the hamstring could heal up before then and he should be okay, but he's ruled out for this game. And so is Marcus Allen, third-year player, safety, linebacker, hybrid, talked about a lot in training camp, hasn't really played too much outside of special teams this season. He has plantar fasciitis. That's in the foot. He's basically been ruled out for this week as well. Other than that, the only other concerns from an injury standpoint is Deontay Johnson is in the NFL's concussion protocol right now. Mike Tomlin said, I'm not going to elaborate. I'm not going to speculate on what that means. We're going to have to wait and see how he proceeds through that. And we have, everyone should know what the, the, the protocol looks like. You might see him 
and that is Deontay Johnson come back to practice. Let's say Wednesday, he might be limited. That means they're starting to put him through the protocol. As long as he doesn't have any other signs or symptoms that are recurring, he can proceed through the protocol. It's not, it's, he's not out for this week, but he's going to have to go through a lot of different uh, motions. He's going to have to go through the motions and have to pass those protocols before he's clear to play. Besides Deontay Johnson, Watt, and Allen, David DeCastro got a clean bill of health. Tomlin was very pleased with his participation and the fact that he did not suffer a setback with his knee injury. He might be limited early in the week, but Tomlin also said there's a lot of veterans that will be limited early in the week, which is something we've seen the past three weeks with players like Marquise Pouncey, players like Cam Hayward and Ben Roethlisberger, giving those vets that Wednesday off to let them rest and recover and get ready for the upcoming week. Then he went on to talk about the Tennessee Titans. This is strange because we're talking about a game that might not even happen, but here we are. We're going to talk about it. Here's what he said about the Titans offense. He said, boy, they're a rough and tumble group. He said that the Steelers defense needs to really focus on minimizing Derrick Henry's impact because the Titans are committed to the run. They lead the NFL in rushing yards and rushing attempts, and they are built to wear you down. Anyone that's watched the Titans and especially Henry run the ball knows that that is the case. He mentioned their offensive line. Now the piles are always falling forward. They have a lot of good push on that on that up front. But also he mentioned the skill position players, utilizing their tight ends, wide receivers, Humphreys, Davis, uh, and Brown. And he even talked about Ryan Tannehill, how he just looks like a completely different quarterback in Tennessee than he did with Miami. And he talked about the play-action pass and misdirection that they use really sets everything up. You have to stop the run. There's a reason why he said that first. If the Steelers can stop the run, then the play-action pass isn't necessarily going to be a factor because if you don't think they're going to run, no one's going to bite on the play fake. He went over to the defensive side, talked about how it's a really new group. A lot of faces like Logan Ryan, a bunch of others that are, you know, you're so used to seeing them in the Titans blue with that blue helmet. They're not there anymore. And so one of the names that is, well, two names that are new that he mentioned, like Jadavion Clowney, wasn't signed until right before the regular season, but he's a member of the Tennessee Titans now. He said you got to minimize Jadavion Clowney. They move him around so much, but he did say that it was really good the fact that they prepared for J.J. Watt in week three against the Houston Texans because they move Watt around so much. It's very similar, not so much from a player standpoint. He even made sure to stop and say he's not comparing them from a player standpoint because they're vastly different. But the fact that the defense moves them around a lot, they're, they basically have done that already once. They just have to prepare for him again. Also, Vic Beasley is someone that they picked up, and they're starting to get more comfortable with him as the defense goes. The defensive backs, he talked about Butler and Joseph being the veterans, but he really mentioned how this defense in general is very much a defense that can switch quickly. He said they'll go from a 3-4 look into a 4-3 look, into sub-packages, a ton of personnel groupings that they throw at you. So you really have to be prepared from an offensive standpoint to be able to move the ball and diagnose what the defense is trying to do. It's not going to be an easy task. Mike Vrabel certainly is a defensive mastermind and has his fingerprints all over that defense. And so Mike Tomlin understands that this team is a 3-0 and football team. Whether or not they play this game is, is not really didn't matter to Tomlin based on the fact that he only knows one thing and that's to prepare his team. And they were told, Hey, your Tuesday should be a regular Tuesday and your Wednesday should be a regular Wednesday until you hear otherwise. And he has yet to hear otherwise. So that's, that was his breakdown of the upcoming game with the Tennessee Titans. He was asked a couple questions about some specific players. He was asked about TJ Watt and how he's gotten better. He said, look, he's, I thought he had a heck of a 2019 season, but he said his attention to being continually better in everything, everything that he does 
is the most second to none that he's seen since he's been a coach, that he's always trying to be better. He's always trying to look for weaknesses in his game so that he can improve and be the best player that he can be. He was asked about Anthony McFarlane Jr. He was asked, did he earn more time? And he said, yes, he absolutely has earned more time. He's had a lot of good practices. He says it's a tough spot, that position, being a young player, and that he was able to really get acclimated to the game and the game was not too big for him. He was very pleased with what he saw from the rookie out of Maryland's first debut carrying the football against the Texans. He had a couple nice runs. And then he was asked about a player that shockingly he hadn't been asked about, and that was Gerald Hawkins, the former fourth round pick from LSU that the Steelers drafted that went and he was traded to Tampa Bay. Then he was cut from Tampa Bay and he was on the Houston Texans practice squad and the Steelers picked him up when Zach Banner tore his ACL and Chuksakorafor had to take over right tackle. And Hawkins has been that tackle eligible player. You know, everyone knew him, got familiar with Zach Banner. He'd come in and he'd be wiping his the front of his jersey, showing the official that he is the eligible receiver on the play. That's now Gerald Hawkins' job. And he said that he thinks that Hawk, as they call him, has done a good job getting back on a moving train. Boy, that's a Tom Lindsay that I love. And he really likes the contributions he's bringing to the team. He's allowing the offense to have the versatility that they want in terms of, okay, we want to run a jumbo package. We're going to run that extra tackle out there. That's something that they always like to do. They did it all last season with Zach Banner. They haven't really had the chance to do it, but now with Hawkins back in the fold, and that's a role that Hawkins has actually held before with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He feels that they're better suited for that. Other than those questions and those comments, Tomlin was asked about you know more questions about the input he had and the upcoming games, and really he had no answers for those. So I can't urge you enough to stay tuned to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all the latest news, we were right on top of the stories today. We had everything. Dave, Dave Schofield did a great article about the scenarios of how could the Steelers and the NFL and the Titans juggle their schedule to try to make things work if they choose to move the game. Uh, we had the breaking news. We had everything covered for you from front to back. So make sure BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and nowhere else is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And by all means, make sure you check out all of our shows on our audio platform if you want to follow us on YouTube, go to YouTube.com, search BTSC Steelers Radio, subscribe. We appreciate that. But ultimately, the audio platform is where you get the most content. You get these recaps, the injury report, my Let's Ride over Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all of our afternoon shows from the Steelers Hangover to the Steelers Preview. All of them are right there, one-stop shop, audio platform, wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever that is. Okay, so that's Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, you name it. Follow us so that you don't miss a thing. I'm Jeff Hartman. Make sure you check out my Let's Ride podcast tomorrow morning. That's Wednesday. In the meantime, be safe, be kind, and God bless. We'll see you. Take it easy.